0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces podcast, episode 300, 300 536. I've just finished recording this week's episode um, and I wanted to get it over to you ASAP. This is a really weird and special one. So Jed Shepard is a wonderful r- 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 writer, the d- d- director and producer that I've worked with a few times and I've got a few things in the mix with. And I was talking to him over some food and we were talking about underrated tv shows or overlooked tv shows and i said oh you should go on hardcore listen and do a top five overlooked tv shows and he's already been on hardcore listing and done his top five um, overlooked ho- horror films so i said all right we'll come on distraction pieces i'll get chris and stew from hardcore listing and we'll all go through your top five overlooked tv shows and we'll throw in some honorable mentions each so that's what we did and it was an absolute joy like you can hear I'm a little bit hype in my voice because I've just finished. Like, you know, the intros are normally very, and yeah, this is, hi. I'm all hyper because we had such a good time. So yeah, it's a really good one. Um, Jed, we talk a bit about Jed's career as well, but you're going l- to love this. We're brought to you as ever by speechdevelopmentrecords.com, where you can buy all my merch, twitch.tv forward slash Pipio, where you can hang out with me, and patreon.com forward slash Scroobius Pip, where you can support the podcast for a dollar or two a month. Jed and I also have a thing coming out on Netflix this coming Friday, the 20th of October. Um, It's called Flashback. It's a kind of teen horror short. It's really good fun. I'd really appreciate if you'll give it a look. And yeah, I think you're going to enjoy this episode. Oh, also, while I'm here, actually, on the 26th, Thursday, the 26th of October, I'm doing a Halloween special over on Twitch. So come along to that. I'm doing a watch along. I'm going to beat having a quick chat with Jed at the start and doing a watch along of a film called Host, which is, as you'll hear, officially the scariest movie of all time. And a watch along means I'll be there and we'll be interacting before and after and we're all watching at once. And it's a really beautiful thing that there's a real different feeling of watching along with people. And I've not really done any watch alongs of films because well, Host is the first one I feel would fit it perfectly, because Host all takes place over Zoom, so it's perfect f- f- for watching kind of di- digitally on Twitch, all this kind of thing. So yeah, come along to that. It's free. You'll have a wonderful time. Um, I'll be starting at half s- seven on Thursday, the 26th of October. Let's get into the episode. This is episode 356 of the Distraction Pieces podcast, with Jed Shepherd, Chris Glasson, and Stuart Whiffin discussing top five overlooked tv shows This piece of fiction is the intro of the structure This piece of fiction is the intro of the structure This piece of fiction is the intro of the structure This piece of fiction is the intro to the of the, intro to the structure And we're off I'm joined today by three people and I think Two of them know why they're here and Stu's a bit confused as to what we're really doing anyway.
1: <laughs> like your granddad. <laughs>
0: so sort of like um, Stu. Well, let's start off. I'll introduce Chris and Stu first, if that's as, as they've been on, on many times. How are you boys? All right, thank Hello.
1: you. Very well, thanks, buddy. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. And it's good to see your faces. We're also joined by someone whose face you you've seen recently as
2: well, because he was on your podcast. Jed Shepherd, how are you, Jed? Hello everyone. I am I'm very good, thank you. I'm a little bit late, because I must admit, I did fall asleep probably five minutes before I was going to come on the show, um, because I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm tired. You've
0: been been all over the world, though, recently, right? You've been shooting a short film in America, and you went to a film festival while you were out there, and yeah, Yeah. that sort of
2: stuff, yeah? I was in Tucson, Arizona for a, uh, a horror film festival, Tucson's amazing, by the way. And then, yeah, I was producing a little short out there in Atlanta uh, with lots of really cool people involved. Yeah, so I've I've come back.
0: Including Sam Raimi's
2: daughter, right? Yes, Emma Raimi. Oh, Emma Raimi. What, in the short? Yes, she's the lead, yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. Such a a powerhouse.
1: She's 23
2: and she's, uh, you know, she has her dad's sense of humor and... Uh,
1: Yeah, she's brilliant. I love it. So it's all shot in in the can now, is it, Jed? There's actually some
2: exterior stuff to do, um, which they're doing right now as we speak in in like a cornfield and and things like that. But um, yeah, it's pretty pretty much done. It's the most ambitious. I was actually going to say it's the most ambitious short film ever, but I think I've already done that with Pip last
0: year.
3: (laughs) So... but it's
2: very ambitious. I I want to kind
0: of talk about all of that, but I first want to kind of explain how this came about. So so me and Jed were having a pizza the other week to catch up on numerous projects that I've got a project I'm working on that as soon as it was starting to get some heat, I was like, I need Jed involved. Jed's got about four projects on the go. One that, as this goes out, is out on on Friday, flashback on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But me and Jed w- w- were having a big nerd out about overlooked or forgotten TV shows. Yes. And I was like, oh, you should do a top five of that. But mm-hmm. then I was like, but I've been wanting to have Jed on distraction pieces for ages and we've been holding off until the right time. <laughs> and then it, I thought, well, if I get Chris and Stu on, because... Hardcore listeners just come back to the public episodes yes. and we've not talked about mm. that because last time you guys were on, it was all, you'd moved over to Patreon and all that. So I thought I'd get you on and we'll talk about that a little bit. And mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll chat to, to Jed and then we'll all get into our, our most overlooked TV shows. So how's that been? Because you've had a mad run of of comedians, of people like J- Jed. It's been amazing.
3: Yeah. We sort of moved to Patreon to see how that worked and, and, it, and it worked fine. And then we found that we had like sort of surplus episodes and stuff so he was like should we i mean we was getting guests on we was like it feels like just sort of putting these out to the patrons it felt like the episodes were, were sort of really strong so it was like let's give them out to you know because we, we, we got a, a good listenership you know mm. and so it was like it seems silly not to do that so we started sort of teasing a few out didn't we and the, the uptake was really good and
1: yeah it's like starting smoking again at first we put one or two things out and then before you know it we were just huffing out all also i think also because we had a, a like just all those great comedians come on uh, just before they were off to the fringe. Mm. So it kind of made sense to sort of like you know, go back to it and, you know, we'd, we had Jed on basically within yep. this run of starting mm. it. So, yeah, we've just started to get a few more. I think more patrons now, me and you, pictures of us in the bar for you know, those sort of things. And we'll do, when we have guests on, we're going to put that out to, you know, the A-cast, the general public. So, yeah, we'll doing both now. Yeah, it's been going great, buddy. Yeah, Oh, really I've been good. loving it.
0: Again, you've had... That run of comedians was amazing. Obviously, I nerded out. I was I was flying somewhere, but I was in an airport uh, uh, listening to, to Jed's episode, which was top five. Was it kind of overlooked horror films? It was, yes. So we're kind of keeping on that overlooked theme because <laughs> it's good to it's good to highlight these things, right? Yeah. Rather than go, you know, here's the big things you already know about let's kind of get into some more nerdy stuff. But but before we get into these, these lists, Jed, you blew up, up with Host. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Host because we're literally on Zoom and... It's one of the scariest horror films of all time. It all takes place on so when you weren't here initially on time, we were all looking behind each other like <laughs> has Jed planned something, is Jed going to uh, kill us all?
2: <laughs> I will, but not today. <laughs> yeah, well it, it, yeah, it's been a it's been like 3 years since host came out. It feels like yesterday. It feels mm. you know so so recent and as people may know we didn't have any expectations for it. We just made a film with our mates. And yeah, it just blew up beyond our wildest imaginations. And, 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 you know, it's just today, I was just on Instagram, someone was doing a video about the, the scariest movies of all time, according to science. And yeah, once again, that host is number one, uh, wow. scariest movies of it. all time.
0: And, yeah. And it's to crazy. clarify that, according to, uh, to science, they do tests where they yeah. wire people up to heart monitors and all sorts of other stuff. And see what is the
2: scariest film. And host has won basically ever since it came out, right? Yeah, I think that yeah, it's two hundred and fifty people is the sample size, and they and they force them to watch horror movies. Their heart rate, their BPM, um, just just their general sweatiness. I think, and uh, yeah, and just host has just been number one ever since. Dash cams in the top ten as well. I think dash cams eighth. So yeah, twenty percent of the top ten of scariest movies of all time. It's crazy.
0: So uh, it's insane, right? I love
1: dashcam. Thanks, yeah, well, me
0: and Chris have talked a lot about dashcam, haven't uh, we? Uh, we?
1: We spoke, yeah, so much about dashcam. <laughs> yeah, like, I think when you came on, we ended up talking uh, more about host. Yeah, but, yeah. I was like, yeah. shit, we didn't, we didn't really talk about dashcam. I thought it was fantastic. Thanks, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, go. Well, I live in Margate as well, so everywhere else oh. looked, I was like, shit. Yeah, look, that's that's there. Weirdly, go. Annoyingly, go back to host as quickly. I saw you post a picture, and it was of like the the, the setup you had. Yeah, for the girls when they were shooting, uh, hosts, and it's just like it's so guerrilla. Yeah, how yeah. you filmed it? It looks great. It's like, what you did all that just with that? Really? It's, it's so Yeah,
2: cool. it was. It's literally an iPhone taped to a laptop. <laughs> that that's how we shoot, and that's how we got clean sig- singles of of all of the girls. Just uh, yeah. that we could edit in into the into the Zoom grid. You know, Zoom's great, but the the quality of audio and and video. Isn't perfect. Maybe no, not good enough not for like an IMAX screen or, or something. So we had yeah. to get like on, on an iPhone. At the time, it was an iPhone 11. We used iPhone 11. That's what we shot host on. So every every one of those cast members had an iPhone taped to their laptop um, with the camera just peeking above the actual camera of the of the uh, laptop. That's genius. Yeah, um, and then they were mic'd the up as well. The simplicity
0: of it. Yeah. They, they were
2: mic'd up. They did all the. the or that themselves, and, and or, or you've
0: yeah. we've also talked about how some of the effects they did themselves. Yeah, some like, of these, like some of the blood and yes. some of the the stuff like that was 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 again
2: just everyone's in isolation, I guess. So oh, they they are tr- absolute troopers. They you know Caroline her, she means her demise. So I won't say exactly how, but she did all that the blood blood work herself. Uh, had Dan Martin, who is an amazing um, SFX guy. Just zoom in with her and just explain to her how to do it, and taught her how to put the makeup on in stages because she means a very gruesome death. So yeah, it's really good. And and some of the, the kind of the gags where cupboards fly open and and they get pulled back and things. That's just all them just tying bits of like uh, thread to the cabinets and just pulling it really fast. Uh, that's it. It's it's so lo-fi, it. but it wo- it works so well on camera. And uh, yeah, really effective.
3: (laughs) Well,
0: again, speaking of the host girls, before Mm. we get into, again, before we get into our our, our subject, let's talk a little bit about Flashback. Because as this comes out, Flashback is on Netflix on Friday, Friday the 20th. Yes. Um, It's a horror short kind of thing with Gemma, who was in host with Mm. me, with all the girls from hosting at some point, with my goddaughter in briefly. So. Yeah, amazingly exciting. Tell people about it a little bit.
2: Yeah, so flashbacks an idea I've had for maybe like 5 years and mm. it was one that obviously started off as a as a feature film idea but um you know it's a little bit less horror than people are, are, are used to. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's not yeah. hard,
0: hard to describe because I was kind of, I've been kind of saying it's kind of a teen horror
2: or a yeah, that, yeah. That's quite that's quite a good description. It's more a gateway horror like the Mm. Stuff stuff to get people into horror, I would say, through the back door. Um, So essentially, Flashback is a film about a yoga teacher played by Jim Moore, who um, is really good at controlling her breath and uh, all, all the good stuff that yoga is for. And one day she is, there's a home invasion and herself and her... Boyfriend, played by Amma Shadra Patel, who is in Dashcam as yeah. the other one in the car. Uh, Previous podcast guest. Oh, he he he's awesome. Um, he's so good. Currently seen in the creator. So Gemma and and Amma are a couple, like they are in Dashcam, and they both die. And you know that phrase, when you see your life flash, when you die, you see your life flash Mm. before your eyes. That's what happens. She sees her life flash before her eyes, but because she's really good at controlling her breath, she can slow down that flashback and relive all those moments again. So she she relives when she's 13. She can embody herself at 13 with the knowledge that she's going to die when she's 27. So she uses that time to try to convince... Pip who plays her dad and also her future boyfriend in order to uh to tell them hey I'm going to die in, in 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 you know a decade please please do something about it um and then also there's this creature called uh, Well, I won't tell you about this creature but there's a creature that is following her around and uh trying to stop her potentially it's mm. a bit of a question mark um so yeah it's uh it's a little bit more sci-fi than than uh, people may, maybe used to but I, it's weird, I love
0: that. It's, it's really weird, Jed, because the kind of, the stop her question mark thing, since we filmed it, this is such a weird tangent, but I think I've told these guys about it. I did this shamanic j- journeying thing and one of the the things I met, I had to meet my spirit guide in human form wow. and I went into literally cold sweats because the face that came up was a witch that used to come to me in my in my nightmares as a kid, a, a reoccurring dream, this terrifying dream that I'd I'd wake up, panicking because this w- 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 witch had been in the living room at my mum's house, Be coming up the stairs. I'd be trying to scream and I can't scream. and wow. Nothing's coming out. So recurring dream for years. I went to like hypnotists and that, and they said it's associated to, uh, to my stammer and to when I nearly d- drowned. That's how I got my stammer because every time i try and scream, waves were going in my mouth. So all this stuff. And this regression kind of made me question if that witch was... There to help me or there to get me. As a kid, I thought this this scary witch is coming to kill me, and this 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 shamanic journeying thing made me go. All oh, right, what was my actual indication of the fact that they were a threat? Was mm. this a positive or a negative guide? And I think there's elements of that in the uh, in the mystery of flashbacks. So yeah,
1: I've managed to convince my missus to watch it as well, Jed. Hey. She doesn't watch horror, and I've kind of been like, I think this one you might yeah. be able to just about. Get past you, so yeah, she's looking forward to
0: it. Stu, are you going to watch it? Because you, you're not the biggest the biggest
3: horror guy, but your wife is. She's obsessed with, with horror, so uh, hey. like, so uh, yeah, 100 percent. And also, yeah, if you're in it, got to, weren't <laughs> <We'll give> it, were not I? And it's only like
0: and it's only like fifteen minutes long. Yeah,
2: exactly. And it's uh, <laughs> you can watch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, and like the the kind of time tra- don't want to give too much away, but the the time travel element. They go back to 2008. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit of a period piece as well. And there's, there's lots of yeah. cool stuff in the background. Soundtrack by... Uh, actually, the soundtrack comes out the same day. Um, the yeah Netflix are releasing the soundtrack, which is oh, wow. an amazing score by... um Wow, why have I forgotten this? I'm doing the same. <laughs> I know him. I know him and I've, for, <laughs> I've forgotten it. Jeremy Wormsley. Jeremy, Jeremy Wormsley, yes. exactly.
0: I've gigged with him back in the day and I'm suddenly thinking, oh... His name's gone blank. Oh, Jed will get it.
2: It's, it was so <laughs> it's funny. exactly the same. Because I was going to say soundtrack by Summer Camp, which is his band. And then as soon as like, <laughs> yeah. But it's oh, it's it's yeah. awesome. And like I worked with Jeremy a lot, and we we got to to record with the, with a big orchestra as well, like in in, in London. Oh, it was it was amazing. Jeremy's amazing. But yeah, it was such a good experience it. working with with Netflix. Um, And, like, the landing page is there right now, just just for us. It'll be there properly for everyone else who hears this. But the landing page is there, so you can see a a mini kind of teaser thing and just see all the cool images. And, yeah, it's great, it's awesome. (laughs) Amazing. So it's all on Netflix, and you can,
0: as I said, you can can set a reminder now, but it'll be out on Friday. But I'm not going to talk any more about your career, Jed, purely Mm. because... I'm terrified about the stuff I know and that the public maybe yeah. isn't allowed to know. <laughs> so be- because we talk privately, I know yes. so many different things you're working on, but I also know this injury that there's so much that you're not meant to talk about yet. So yes, yes, yes. Let's yes. draw a line under it there <laughs> and let's talk about things that we're excited about. Yeah. So Chris, Stu, you know how this this works. It's a top five, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. we've done a few now. Nice <simple>. familiar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've done a few. Yeah, I mean... We, we we normally sort of tag team it, don't we, Chris? And generally, you don't quite understand what the subject is and generally just kind of freestyle and get it wrong. I get wound up. Yeah, mate, yeah just, of, accurate,
0: yeah. Just as a side note, the Top 5 Duos episode this week, I almost pulled my car over off of a bridge in in anger. Just <laughs> oh, just, no. just as because Chris's first choice of duos was two people who weren't uh, a duo. And the irony uh, is, oh, so if funny. I hadn't been driving, I was going to send a voice note yeah. J- joking about it's like Chris saying, My top five duos is the Beatles when there's four of them. <laughs> Stu's number one, spoiler, is two of the Beatles.
2: <laughs> oh, no, <laughs>
0: like for fuck's sake. I don't think people I was, all, people I was all ready to cut off Chris and then Stu's number Jed, one. Is Jed, right. I, I went to songwriting
3: duo Lennon and McCartney, right? I think that's yeah, all right. Yeah. We were talking about if you talk about comedy duos, right? Yes, Dick and Bob, Malcolm and Wise, like, yeah, there's hundreds. Who did you go for, Chris? Sorry, I sorry, sorry. No, Noel Fielding and, uh, and Julian Barrett. Simon Amstel. <laughs> he, went, he went for Simon Amstel and Noel Fielding.
1: Interesting. They're not a duo. They a duo. They're not a duo, but... I'm I'm still I'm standing by it, and if you haven't if you haven't heard that episode, that episode is was really enjoyable because we both up we both routinely upset each other about our top fives. It was, and I think that's really what people listen for. Is oh
0: yeah, someone else you mentioned comes up in one of Jed's top five. I've seen Jed's top five, so so what we're going to do is Jed's going to do his top five, and we'll throw in an honourable mention here and there. So sounds
2: good, um, Jed. What would you like to start with? So I want to start with a 90s TV show that no one really talks about right now, but it was part of a, a late night MTV kind of run in, in I would say, late 90s, uh, early 2000s. I remember watching this and just being blown away just by how weird it was. It's The Max. I don't know if you guys remember The Max, but it is a uh, an animated series. The animated one. Yeah. yeah. I
0: was going to say... The- this was one of two of three on the list mm. that I thought a, yeah. a crystal click with because I remember yeah. watching the Max. I remember very little about it, so it's the the perfect first one, oh. really. Because yeah, it is one of those shows that as soon as I saw it on your list, I was like, I remember maybe more liking it because it looked cool than yeah. n- knowing anything about it, mm. like that kind of stuff where you have it on your on on the cover of your book at school or yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you might not actually know what it is. But yeah.
2: It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Um, it's pretty surreal, but uh, essentially it's an animated TV show about a big purple homeless guy who, um, <laughs> he gets hit by a car. This, this kind of, uh, social worker lady, uh, called Julie gets hit by a car. She, and then she takes him in to look after him. But what the, the homeless guy knows and everyone else doesn't know is in this other kind of universe called the Outback. He's this social worker's protector against all these little monsters. Wow. And then there's also this bad guy that's trying to kidnap Julie this whole time as well. So it's it's about our world reality and this other world called the Outback and where, you know, things are kind of reversed. Like in uh, our reality, the Max is just called the Max. He is, you know, he's homeless. He's, he's I think he's a drunk as well. But in the Outback, he's, he's, it's this massive warrior who can you know who can fight monsters and the the animation style is very simple it's one of those ones where it's based on the comic book so it looks like it's just the frames of the comic book that Mm. slightly move there's there's not a lot of movement going on it's very basic but I I am so obsessed by it and um, I bought all the comic books
1: I think his character is crazy man like it's weird you say that because I saw like I'm on I don't really follow my mates on Facebook. Most of the time, it's weird, old school. Oh, do you remember this movie or this show? Or mm. and there was artwork for the Max, it, the superhero, and I was like, mm-hmm. it, it. took me right back. I was like, shit, I'd literally forgotten. Yeah. About mm. him, but he's it's, it's such a distinct character, like the shape. The same era face as like, is...
0: it was the same era as like Spawn and mm. and and L- Lobo and people like that. Yeah. These kind
2: of big dark characters.
1: Mm. That, yeah. Yeah anti-hero types but
2: it's one of those things because it was on like so late at night and no one remembers mm. it I almost have to like Google it to make sure it's real because I've not seen anyone really really mention it and mm. you know it's one of these one of these shows where I'm so surprised it hasn't been made into like a TV show or mm. uh, or, a, or a movie yet. and like I, I throw my hat in the ring I, I definitely want to be involved if it did I think it's I just think it's really really interesting and you know it's uh, I think the aim is to make you think the the viewer that the people you pass every day in the street, you know, in in another world, they they could be warriors, they could be you know saving the world. So um, yeah, it's just really cool. G- uh, Jed, have you read? I've just it's come
0: to mind because yeah. you mentioned that. Have you read Do a Power Bomb? Yes, I have. I have just
2: recently. I think in the it's last fantastic couple because of
0: weeks. it's it's the guy who did. I'm sure you told me about his first book. It, like his first one was like. A rock and um, a, a metal yes. thing,
2: wasn't it? His first book was, is called Murder Falcon. Murder Falcon, that's right. Which is another film I've tried to, uh, which is another book I've tried to make into a film. I've I've spoken yeah. to every single company involved with it. Um, Skybound, and I spoke to Epic uh, and and Jim Henson's Creature Shop as well about getting that made. It's just getting all the pieces together and getting everyone to yeah. agree. But um, yeah, I mean that, that you, guy's a talent.
0: You'd you'd l- love that, Chris. It might annoy you a bit because it's about wrestling but it's people having to essentially r- wrestle in the underworld so a, yeah. a, a, a tag team from earth has to go and fight so tag teams from all dimensions yeah. have yeah, to yeah. go and fight each yeah. other and yeah.
1: yeah yeah oh mate that sounds great i mean i don't hate wrestling that much i wrote a horror like the oh no that's what i mean because i know thing, you've got a you?
0: horror film that's based on, on yeah. wrestling and the undead yeah, a little
1: bit and i was like yeah, it's, it's a it's, little bit was it brain dead meets just you know the summer Nice. Yeah, I think that's just that writes itself really doesn't it, it, just, it. it's yeah. there it's done oh man I'd like to check it out I'll, I'll give yeah. it a look I'll, I'll give it a look I I'll do live, love yeah. the premise of the Max as well Jed like mm-hmm. that idea my dad read this whole novel series years ago it's about a guy who was sick and died I can't remember the series now and he, he must have read about 15 books and it was all about a bloke who was sick and dying in the real world but he was go- slipping into a coma state where he was basically it was June esque, but almost in a fantasy setting. Nice. And it's kind of not like I don't, I don't know like for people like Stu, we've got a friend who's uh, well, it's more your friend whose son's very ill, and he writes a comic book for him, like Jackson superhero, doesn't he? And I don't know, but for anyone like someone like the Max, you can feel like you can be really down in your luck, but you can still have that opportunity to have escapism, right? Yeah. And we we've all got it in us to do something great, and I, I kind of always like that.
0: Stu, do you have any memory of the
3: Max at all? No. Like, I'd, I'd generally say like... <laughs> I see you've been very quiet I'm, in this. I'm, I'm pretty, just going to say Throughout the 90s, I spent a lot of time watching MTV. and mm, yeah. I was going to
0: say, because it was in a late night MTV thing, I thought that mm-hmm. might have been yeah. in there. I've, I've, I've never even heard of it. I remember it because I was watching R- R- Ray Cox at that time. Yeah, do, of course. Do you remember Ray Cox had his late night yeah. show with Davina McCall yeah. was...
2: Not, oh, as yeah. Naughty Nina, and yeah. it
0: was originally there and then after that it would go to things like The Max like that's my only I, again I'm not an expert I couldn't have told you what any of what you and Chris have just talked about there but I remember it being on and I remember seeing the visuals and being like this feels cool and punk and metal and mm. alternative
2: yeah because it was uh, there was a slot late on, on MTV called Liquid Television it was part mm. of, of, of that slot and it was um Aeon Flux was part of that as well that I remember yeah, Aeon yeah. Flux Kind mm-hmm. of similar thing, and um, maybe maybe Sifil and Ollie was part of that as well. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. Sifil and Ollie was there was sop, sock puppets,
0: yeah.
1: I remember, yeah I remember that,
2: yeah, 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 doing like a
1: TV show, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. This top five is kind of like, it's little things that are just, they're almost at the periphery of your you vision. It like yeah, you yeah. sort yeah. of like almost, did I see that? Didn't I see that? And I yeah. kind of like that. There's, there's a degree of, uh, that's exciting. Yeah, those, it's, like, true, it's true. Those things. It's
0: true, Chris, who wants to throw in an honourable mention? And we're sure. aware that we might end up st- oh. stepping on yeah. Jed's top five, yeah. oh, but that happens in your podcast all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> should wants you to go for one. Well, my,
3: mine certainly won't, because obviously, you know, around the time that you were watching Jed's last pick, I was probably in my mid forties, like you know. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm going to throw in one from uh, from the mid eighties that I think they done two seasons, and, and that's the Secret Diary of Adrian Mole. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yes. wow, good The, the, the Sutans in books.
0: Mm-hmm. My brother was really into that. I'm sure my brother was into that. I I know the name. I know the books. I don't. Yeah. I don't know the show at and, all. And
3: so it, it's basically the, the diary of Adrian Mole thirteen and three quarters. And, uh, and yeah. I'd, I'd read the book at school. It was like, I guess that was, it was just one of the books that everybody read at school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and it was just this, this lad that, that really fancied this girl called Pandora. And, uh, and on the first episode, he, he kind of rallies up like um, some of his mates and they cause this kind of like furore at their school because um, they chant, um, they're not allowed to wear red socks, but they all come into school wearing red socks and, and start chanting, we shall, we shall wear red socks. His mum's played by Julie Walters in it as well. Yes and uh and yeah it was it was like i think it was on about like eight o'clock on a on itv uh on a monday night and i was so excited for it and uh and and i can't remember what the the second book was called it was something like further diaries of whatever it was but uh absolutely loved it and the, the the theme tune was sung by, I need to Google it, but... I remember the theme song yeah, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Someone famous sung theme tune as well.
0: That w- 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 When I was coming up with my list, there were so many that I'm like, I don't remember the show at all, I just remember a theme song or the title. There's so many of those sh- shows from when we were kids that it's like, all right, yeah, that's all I can talk
1: about on this. Was do you remember the theme tune though? I don't know anything about the fucking show. <laughs> well Stu finds out I've Have been you found driving it? Molly. Like, in, jury. Right?
3: in Jury. Oh, yeah. No way.
1: Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
3: Wow. Amazing. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, uh yeah. So I'll throw that one in there, Adrian Mole.
1: I love it. Oh, what have you been driving Molly mad with, Chris? I've been rapping duck to her like nonstop oh, recently. I could not stop. Like, it's in my head all the time. And like, I'll do like the first, I'll even just say the words really calmly to the first line. And she's like,
0: <laughs> if you start that shit again, mate, I'm I, love, I love that Chris is picking up his phone, looking at all that's going on in politics, in world <laughs> politics, in social <laughs> politics, putting it down and shaking his head and going, life is like a hurricane.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Here in <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: okay, his reaction, is to drift into <laughs> DuckTales. Holding back, starting. <laughs> Brilliant. Molly so, can
2: J- hear it through the mic. J- J- Jed, what's number four on your list? So this ne- next, I should have had this first, but this TV show started in the 80s. It's still going now. You You might think, oh, this is going to be Doctor Who. It's not Doctor mm. Who. It is Red Dwarf and oh. and the reason why i'm saying this underrated even though it's been yeah. on so long is because when's the last time you've had a conversation with someone about red dwarf it really it, did yeah and americans don't know it. i'm oh, i'm always putting the americans on to, to to red dwarf and i did 11 seasons of a red dwarf podcast called smegheads that's <laughs> that's how i started doing podcasts i was i was an early, ad- early adopter with with, with with podcasts and 100% I, And um, I also, I produced a a podcast about Alan Partridge uh, with a bunch of mates of mine called Uh, Monkey Tennis. That me and Stuart have been on. We've been on Monkey
3: Tennis, so good. Exactly,
2: exactly. With Tom, shout out to Tom Dark. (laughs) Tom Dark, Tom Stab, Adam and and Nick. But that is a spin-off from Smakeheads because they all came onto my my Smakehead show um, multiple times and then they were like, oh, we can do this. But they couldn't do it without (laughs) me. So they they stole my format from Smakeheads. (laughs) and exactly implemented it for for monkey tennis and it became you know it's still like top 5 tv and film podcasts out there crazily award winning it's an amazing podcast yeah um but make heads, make heads is, is my chance to talk my, about just Red just dwarf. a note on
0: on monkey t- tennis my yeah. dad accidentally d- downloaded about 6 episodes of monkey tennis nice. because he heard my advert on the podcast For for series three of Alan Partridge's new podcast. Didn't get that it's only on Audible. So searched (laughs) from the Oast House, from the Oast House, Alan Partridge on Apple. All the episodes of Monkey Tennis that go through each episode of from the Oath House. is like, "Oh, this must be it." Yeah, downloaded all of them, thinking it was the Adam Partridge podcast. Thank you for the I had ad to revenue. go around and go, no, <laughs> it's not there.
2: It's not that. That's not the one. But sure, it's brilliant. I mean, a lot give of people did that. A lot of people did that. That's why we're so high up in the charts.
0: <laughs> Jed, this this one is a tough one for me because Chris okay. will get excited about this. Yeah, as a kid or as a teen, mm-hmm. Red Dwarf was one of my favourite shows of all time. Yeah, now can't stand anything about it. And it's a I really weird one. I get it. I know, again, I'm never rallying against it because I loved it so much mm-hmm. at the time. But now I just, I think, like you said, when was the last time you had a conversation about Red Wolf? Yeah. It was when I was with Chris. And mm-hmm. I remember me, you, and Tom were out for dinner and maybe Stu Tell and you two were talking about Red Wolf and Raven. And I was sitting there like, I'm not going to kill their buzz because this, <laughs> this is exciting. But then... <laughs> But then, Stu. But then you said to Stu, "Did you love it?" And she was like, "I think it's one of the worst shows that's ever been made." <laughs>
3: and he was happy to kill the buzz. A different Stu. It's not this. But Stu, no, but, but yeah, me and you, and you had, the, had the conversation on the train about a week ago yeah. when we Red Dwarf yeah. come up, and I said Chris loves it, and I said I loved all the alternative comedy that was coming out then. I just mm-hmm. didn't like Red Dwarf, and like, and you then yeah. relayed that story then. Yeah, about yeah. Stu. That's why we've got the perfect
0: balance here because I said I did. It. It, mm. it. It was like I'd say it was an identity influencer at the mm-hmm. time. Like, yeah. Lister was who you wanted to, like, As if you were an alternative kid at school, mm. L- he was the coolest guy in the world. He was, it was everything.
2: Yeah. It's so funny because Lister's such a strange character because he is like the slob. He's the last human yeah. in the world. He's a slob. But, you, you know, he his references are, are like, you know, very esoteric. He's, he's a really interesting character and you empathize with this slob and you really want to be like Lister because everything he does is cool. He can fight, you know, aliens. Uh, he usually gets the girl. So yeah, as a kid growing up watching Red Dwarf, is like, Lister's, Lister's the guy. But I also really empathize with, with Rimmer as well, who is just mm. trying to do his job. He's just trying to, you know, rise up that ladder. And and he's looking at Lister, who's barely, you know, a functioning human being. And yet he, Lister is promoted ahead of him. But for, the, for those that don't know, Red Dwarf is a show about uh the last human in the universe who's on three million light years away from earth on this massive horrible ship called red dwarf it's a mining ship run by the Jupiter mining corporation and um he's just trying to get back home. Everyone died in an accident in, in episode one called the end <laughs> and he's just trying to get home but he is you know forced to be with um a hologram of his dead bunk mate called Rimmer, a creature that involved from from his cat called cat. <laughs> Um, and then from season two onwards, uh, this uh, mechanoid called Crichton, who very useful. He's essentially a, an exposition droid who, like, when they need to fill in all of the science, <laughs> yeah. science gaps, like he, he'll come. Yeah. But what, what do you mean? Oh, well, sir, it's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that, that's how you get the audience up to speed, which is very, very clever. But I find it hilarious. I th- do think a lot of my own personality... Is based on episodes of Red Dwarf. A lot of the things I say, the the phrasing of the things I say, a lot of my jokes are from Red Dwarf, and it probably kickstarted my love of of sci fi and comedy and, and and everything. I used to read the books, the, the audio But you are hundred percent right, Pip. In recent years, it has kind of gone off the boil a little bit. And I went mm. to a lot of those uh, tapings of w- w- when they when they made it, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is this is not not good because seasons one to six which which is the glory days Mm. um are perfect you know the really 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 good british television from season seven onwards oh i mean there's some good episodes but you know they've never really reached the heights that they did with seasons one to six
0: a a friend of mine who i met through streaming has got an exact replica of Lister's j- 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 jacket down to all the badges wow. and the patches and everything. And it was one of them where I was like, this is weird because I don't want to say I don't like the show anymore. But even though I don't, I still think that's cool. Mm, <laughs> I'm still yeah. looking at that and thinking, oh, fuck, that's fucking cool though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's
2: really good. His jacket and, in the most recent seasons are even better. They've got flecks of colour in it. And oh, It's yeah. really cool. I love it. I, Chris, I know what you mean. Like,
1: people on. don't always, like, now I'll say references or I'll make jokes. And then, like, there's only a few people who will like connect with it. Like, most people now are just like, what, What's that? And I'm like, He's read the wolf, and they're like, Oh yeah, I'll kind of remember that. But at its time, man, like everyone was so, like all my friendship group could not wait for, I think it was Tuesday night at nine o'clock. Like We were so excited to watch it. Mm. And like I don't know, Pip, like sometimes I've gone back and I can see that there's an adjustment of my humour at points when I watch it. And I'm like, it's like when I rewatch shows like Bottom, which was out at the same time. Mm -hmm. Bottom, I piss my pants watching. And now I get something else out of Bottom in a different way when I rewatch it like quite how good Rick Mao's performance is yeah uh, but then I don't know um, like, just quickly you know,
0: this... a buddy piece could you isolate Chris saying N- now I get something else out of bottom just <laughs> just for my own just for my own <laughs> got plans for that go on continue sorry go on mate <laughs>
1: Uh but like you know, I do still watch Red the Wolf and like mm-hmm. I, I don't know every now and then I'll share something like uh you know the uh quarantine like a scene from oh. quarantine with Mr. Mr. Flibble for me yeah. is like you know, it, there's there's certain mates that I will just put my hand round the corner. Yeah. Like Mr. That to them.
2: Flibble's very cross. Yeah. 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 Still funny. Uh, Chris, just, just to try and
0: out. put M- Molly in a new hell, <laughs> what's the opening line of the Red The Wolf theme tune? Because I can't it's think. I've been outside. thinking of, verse no two. Kind of yeah, It's cold outside. It's cold outside. all alone. Yeah. yeah. More, yeah. Again, classic theme tune. Yeah, theme yeah. tunes are coming yeah. up. Uh, maybe um, I'll do that. See, see the response. So you can replace that with Ducktales. Yeah. From Ducktales.
2: And if you go back and listen to to Smegheads, which which I haven't recorded an episode in two years because we've done like eleven seasons. Me and my co-host Daniela, we do an a cappella version of of the theme song <laughs> oh, in every amazing. episode. Amazing. It's and it is actually surprisingly I, good. I,
0: I I can't believe the first podcast that Chris ever gets into is going to be an, <laughs> a, a series from years ago that hasn't had episodes out in two years. I keep getting recommendations.
1: That's the one you listen to. That's the one.
0: Um, Chris, have you got uh, an honourable mention? Yeah.
1: Um, so I had two. Uh, I thought about. Uh, I'm thinking about. I'll, I'll drop. I'll throw one in now. Erie, Indiana is the one that, mm. like, for me, as a kid, was just like me and Jed have talked it, about this yeah. a bit. Like, it's just the shit. Like, the guys who wrote that, one went on to write Black Summer, which is a, a, oh, which yeah. a dope, which is just the shit. It's a really mm-hmm. good uh, horror. That Recommend that one to uh, Carol Stew. Black Summer. If she hasn't already watched it, that'd be right up her street. Eerie Indiana. I don't know. It's one of those ones where- it didn't. It was like quite a short run, 1991, some 11- about 19 episodes. It was just cracking, man. Each one... It was episodic so you see different shit every week and they're... They still... I still make references to it now. Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. people... You know, when someone looks young, and then I say they, they've been sleeping in Tupperware. Yeah, the Tupperware like, episode the f- was the one I was going to say straight. What foreverware? Away. I've got the box set over there. Foreverware. Yeah, foreverware. yeah foreverware. exactly that, dude. Exactly that. And oh man, I loved it. And Dash Cross, the the, the great or the grey haired kid. Oh yeah. I was, was oh. going to say
0: Stu doesn't know Jed knows that I've all, I've said before that the grey haired kid was always my absolute idol you, you as a kid. So, but, I wanted yeah. to grow for so long. Just recently, I was going to have a big change, and I was like. I'm going to bleach my hair and dye it grey. Nice. And then I'm listening to an episode of the MMA Fan Podcast and Blake is digging out Stu because he's bleached his hair and dyed it grey. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't do it now because that's just going to look like I'm going, oh, I want to I copy Stu. <laughs> well, what's <laughs> so weird I is... It, but generally, I'd talk to Wes, who's, who you know as well, who's, who's my like, and he was like, yeah, we'll bleach it here and then we'll do this and do that. So I planned it all. And then I heard that you'd you'd done it about a week before, so I was like, "Well, I can't just we can't all have grey. Well, we can't. I mean, <laughs> we can't be the grey egg. Mine's
3: grown out now, but as generally in the time it was dyed, it's actually gone a lot grayer than uh, than yeah. I remember it being. But uh, <laughs> Eminem stepped up though, has not he? Like you've you've, you've waded in this weekend with a bit of hair dye, oh, yeah, you, Chris. Love, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris. Yeah,
1: Chris has yeah, gone yeah, bleach yeah. blonde. Had my midlife crisis, crisis eight years early. Yeah, but uh, yeah, loving it, mate. Loving it. Or eight years late. Or eight years late. Let's not <laughs> let's not hedge our bets. But yeah. but yeah, do it. Do it, Pip. Dye your hair grey, put it in curtains, and yeah, and just put a, a minus and a plus. Just slip all your hands. He just did it big, didn't he? He had it big and up like yeah. Yeah. Albert Einstein oh, in that so. first season. It, hey, no, it was
0: yeah. it was great the main kid who had it in yeah, curtains. Yeah. That guy had it just as yeah, this yeah. crazy big grey hair. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh man, great. What a show. Jed. Or, yeah. Or would you like to go for your number three?
2: Yeah, my number three is a show which I mean I would say it's underrated, but it's it's almost on the on the borderline between underrated and and mainstream. But I just want to talk about it. It's uh, a show I'm guessing we all know and love very very well. But again, Americans often don't know it, so I'm yeah. always thinking about that. So it's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, oh, which, fucking hell, which like you know, to us is obvious, but yeah. you talk to an American about it and they'll they'll just go yeah. blank. Yeah. Um, yeah. And truly, you know, there's only six episodes. <laughs> yeah. Truly, one of the greatest British TV shows yeah, of all absolutely. time, I, I think. And
0: R- for, yeah. R- R- Richard Ioody was one of the people that Chris mentioned on the on the on the duos as a possible duo with Noel Fielding again for some reason. <laughs> Don't know why, but. Um, but Richard Armotti's in this amazing just everyone in it is so good, it's aren't Dean they? Lerner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, oh the yeah. Jed, honestly, this might be it's it's in my top three comedies, yeah. like T V comedies at all time. I've actually got I don't know if it's in this room, I've got the te- have you got his teratome, you bought you got the novel. Oh, oh yes, I've got book. it. I've got it, yeah. Have you seen the live show yet? Have you I've been to it?
2: I've Mate, not get, such... get to it, dude. I need yeah, to. Really yeah, fun. everyone I know's been and seen it, and I'm so yeah of the loop. Unfortunately, I've got the
0: audiobook of it, but again, I got to live a dream of working with the legend Alice Lowe from Garth you did, and Gabe, Yeah, when working on a project with Jed, so yeah. that was that was wow. a dream come true. So wow. me and Alice Lowe were playing the. T V show hosts. Yes. And it was just amazing
2: Fucking brilliant. To have a couple of days on set with her. And Alice is just, just an amazing super talented person as well. Yeah. First first worked with her in um on a on a short called SALT, which people think host is what kind of blow us up and it kind of did, but before that we did a short called Salt, which is pretty much the reason we got all of our um we got to have Hollywood meetings was because of 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 SALT. So so definitely you know, mm. massive fan of Alice. She's just a lovely person as well. But for those that don't know, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is a TV show about a hospital. And I know that doesn't sound t- too fun, but it's a comedy about a hospital. It's actually on the gates of hell. A lot of supernatural things happen at this hospital. And the hospital's run by Garth Marenghi, who played by Matthew Holness. And Garth Marenghi, in real life, is, or, or in the in-universe real life, is a horror author, writing these terrible horror horror books. And here he is, many years later, um, he is uh, telling us all about this TV show that was supposedly from the 90s, called Dark Place, about this hospital. So it's you know, meta upon meta upon meta. And maybe that's why the Americans didn't get it yet, because it's a little bit too British, maybe. Hmm. Um, but every episode is just the biggest ball of fun ever. The absolutely cra- craziest things happen.
0: I've got a joint favourite lines in comedy ever. <laughs> one's in Peep Show and one's in Dark Place. And the Peep Show one is when uh, they're doing a quiz book, and it's <laughs> so you've got the questions at the front and the answers. You, you you go to the back and find the answer. And 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 the question is, um, I have a mouth but I cannot speak. I have a bed but I cannot sleep. And Sue Pounds is reading this and he's like, <laughs> and, and 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 Mark or someone goes. Is it a river? And he goes to the back and goes, no, Nicholas Lindhurst. <laughs> 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 and it just kills me because he's just looked up the wrong answer. But it's such a perfect wrong answer. Um, but the one, from, <laughs> the, the, oh. the one from Dark Place is where he's saying, he's, he's about to start his store and he's like, so get comfy in your favourite chair or bean bag if that's how you choose to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love
1: how just if that's ego,
0: how you, I've, done, yeah. I've dropped it. That's how you choose to live your life so many times <laughs> since then.
1: Just, it's a go-to. His ego. It's, I just think it's such clever writing because his ego in it, like he adopts like obviously Garth Mange mm-hmm. and so every episode is just full of this, this bloke's own ego and yeah. like mm-hmm. preconceptions of the world which are just fucking ridiculous and stupid and he's the centre of it. It's just it's just enormously fun. Um, oh, yeah. Matt Berry's character in it amazing. is just fucking He's hyster- his, vo- his voice in that is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't miss it. Yeah. And the,
2: Matt Berry, Alice Lowe, Richard Ayoadi, Matthew Holness, just amazing. And Richard Ayoadi's character, uh, Dean Lerner, went off to, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this a little bit of bonus, he went off to do his own spin-off show called the Man Talk to Man. Yeah, Man to Man with yeah, Dean Lerner. I've got that? And I've got I got the DVD of that. I went to the taping of that. I don't go to many TV show tapings, but really some of these I have. I went to the taping of Man to Man with Dean Lerner, and Matthew Holness is on every episode playing a different character. That's right. Yeah. What a show! So what a good. show! Funny as hell. But more people need it. to watch this show, especially yeah, the Americans. Absolutely,
0: I've got it's, on my DVD shelf over there. I've I've um, got. Two copies, because I I used to keep a spare copy to take to America. Like, like when I was going to America a lot, I've given I've given copies of that to so many different Americans just yeah. say look because it wasn't available anywhere either it's like you couldn't you couldn't get it out there so yeah it must mm-hmm. be
1: so confusing for them for it to be because it's not about a TV show that was on Channel 4 and they, how would they definitely know that or not yes. I love that yes. I mean I'd really enjoy it to be I'd like to be American try and get my head around yeah it, and it's got that
2: lovely Channel 4 uh, I don't know, at the start the dun, yes dun, 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 yeah. which is yeah. just know whatever you're going to watch is going to either be depressing or fun it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's I associate Channel 4 and that I did with, oh no, what is this horrible show yeah. coming
0: on? What's next?
2: Yeah, but again, this one of those shows when I first watched, it became my identity for years. so <laughs> Completely agree. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to
0: throw one in now. And Jed, I know you've got a kid's show on your list because I've seen Just yes. Top 5, so I know there's a kid's show to come. So I'm going with a kid's show, which I don't know. Again, I worry with kid's shows just because of Stu. Because again, if we're watching it when we're kids... Then it's far from your radar, unless it's by chance your far, kids are into fucking it. Hell, man, <laughs> far
3: from your radar.
0: <laughs> kids shows when Stu was, was a kid was a puppet show at the end of the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get
1: the puppet show
0: at the end of the road. It's Pete and Pete, and Pete and Pete oh, was yeah. was honestly. I've got both the, the the DVD box sets of this. Amazing! And anytime I bring it out, people just don't seem like me and my brother and my mate Rick were so into it, and we'd watch it on loop. It's about t- two brothers who are both called Pete, which just off the bat is hilarious to me that you'd name <laughs> you'd name both your kids Pete. Their mum has got a metal plate in their head that picks up radio signals, so it's constantly getting like b- b- baseball game interference. <laughs> Their best friend is Artie, the strongest man in the world, who's like a 40-year-old man in spandex and glasses, who's supposedly the strongest man in the world. Small Pete has got a tattoo on his arm of a dancing girl that mm-hmm. he's all excited about. There's a there's a character called Endless Mike, which has got is up there with the, the gray haired kid in Erie Indiana for me, as just cool, cool bad guys kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Eggie pops in it as as yes. their neighbour's dad. It's just so fucking it's it's got that surreal comedy that you'd love in 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 Vic and Bob Stew and stuff like that, but it was a kid show on Nickelodeon. And it's clear why it only had a couple of seasons, because it's so surreal and so just odd, but I fucking adore it.
1: Well sure, I can join you. I actually haven't seen p n p and See, that's what I think. So, it's yeah. such a weird yeah, one. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It was such a as I said, it's such a
0: it was, I guess it was on Nickelodeon. And it was just when we'd got Sky or Satellite or whatever for the first time. So it was one of them that maybe not many people were watching it and we'd been lucky um, and got on there. But yeah, I can't recommend it enough. Stu, have you ever heard of Pete and Pete at all? No, not at all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what year did it come out? What's the year on that DVD? So let me look. The DVD is t- it's 2005.
0: So yeah, I would have been too old to be watching it <laughs> <laughs> isn't
1: that when the dvd was released that doesn't mean to say it when it was aired yeah. right yeah no oh, I
0: think uh, that sounds
1: it's about right. it's
0: 1993 oh, really? 1994 no it's oh. 93
1: 94 it says on there uh, okay. I
0: okay it was
2: later it's about the same time as um alex smack the secret world of alex smack was around as it, well it looked like artie the, the strongest yeah, man in the world that, one.
0: <laughs> that is their best mate that guy <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. That middle-aged man in glasses. He'd get taken away loving.
2: right now. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean we'll, we'll get a load of honourable mentions in at the end. Yeah. But we've had one each now, so I'm happy yeah. with that. Jen, <laughs> uh, w- would you like to go on with your number two?
2: Yeah, I might I might as well do my my, my kids show then. Yes. So my, my kid's show is I believe it came out in the in the late 80s, uh, but when I watched it, it was in the 90s, I think it was on, on cable. It's a show called Doctor Bones, and yes. um, and from what I remember, it actually started out. There was a show called Wake Up Way in the early early eighties. I, I want to say, I don't think I watched that, but Wake Up Way was this kind of like a kid show where you had kids on, and it was about these anthropomorphic creatures, essentially. One was called Dr. Bones, who was a, a big vulture guy uh, with a clock in his chest. And then yeah. you had Lucy Lamb. I like a skeleton vulture guy. Skeleton vulture guy, yeah. It, it sounds weird, but uh, I'll explain <laughs> it in a minute. And there was all these other, other characters and they, they, and they would like, you know, teach you about morals and stuff. And, and kids would be having so much fun. But the breakout star was Dr. Bones. Who I don't think he ever really even spoke, and then so he had his own show called Doctor Bones, and all I remember is really really cool theme song, and uh, he would gonna, he I'm yeah try and find right, it. I remember
1: that I'd mer- I'm, I think I'd merch. As yeah, well. well, I was gonna say at that I, point, I, right? I had a key ring, I think
0: it, yeah. it, it's that era of like Grimace and Barney, and those yes. are weird, mm. weird animals. But but there was a theme park in the UK called Pleasurewood Hills that had these random animals. The oh, I raccoon. remember that, and, yeah. And I remember I had a Pleasurewood Hills toy and I had a Mr. Bones like pencil case and like rubber set, yeah. and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I've got I, the I've, I've got the theme dreams. Stu's drawing a comp- looking completely Jay. confused I'm trying to look, it up. To
3: look it up see if I recognise it
0: yeah I've got the theme tune here let's see if this
1: oh, <laughs> on your street and in your homes. it's Bones
0: that's the one. You see, That's again, the one. I mean, Stu's era of 70s TV shows where you're like, they must have been all on drugs. 80s ones, it's yeah. all shit like, he's in your, what was it? He's in your house and he's in your homes he's, or something. He's on
2: your street and he's in your home, sound the alarm. It's Dr. Bones. Dr. Bones. I love it. Didn't I they have love like, it.
1: More like, kid, like, teach like kids morals and stuff yeah. like that? Mm. It was like up, quite uplifting. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was
2: nice. Yeah. It was weird because it was like, it was like. Interest- Genuinely haven't thought of that
0: since yeah. again that, but that uh-huh. with, weirdly it's so weird I was looking up it, in my most recent search history I've looked up Pleasurewood Hills mm-hmm. because I couldn't remember the name of it because I'm sure yeah. it was called the American Adventure Park or something I went yeah. to the
3: opening week of Pleasurewood Hills
0: wow because I've, I've looked it up recently and that's what turned into Noel's Crinkly Bottom no it no didn't way. so Noel Edmonds no, took it over yeah that's what you said on the on Pleasurewood the Hills is still open it's open again. Uh, I'm sure... Right. I, or, or, or maybe it was the same guy. I, I said, I literally sk- skimmed the wiki and it said that it became this this Mr. Blobby scary makes, land briefly. That makes but, sense, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, unrelated to Mr. Bones, but it's just because I'd been looking that up because those were characters. I just remembered the raccoon and the bear from Pleasurewood yeah, Hills. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. who the fuck are they and where are they from? And it took me so long to get to, to, to Pleasurewood Hills. And apparently it was in Norfolk, so that makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah. a couple of hour drive away. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, weirdly, I had... It was that same era that I had a Mr. Bones, Doctor yeah. Bones. Bones, Doctor Dr. Bones. He's got a doctorate. Sorry, Doctor Bones. He's do- a doctor. Yeah, let's why give him respect. Jesus,
2: why is he? it's, it's like Doctor Dre? Like it, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he did no research. He, he did no uh, school. But um, the, the 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 kind of my my biggest memory from it is, is just the fact what we're seeing on screen was a stark contrast. From like the feeling, the because the kids are all happy. It's like if you look at Barney the dinosaur. Yeah. If Barney was real, he'd rip them apart. Like he is this massive purple (laughs) dinosaur. What does he eat? He's a he's definitely he definitely eats meat. What What does he eat? He probably eats kids. But with with, with Doctor Bones, he was a little bit less scary than Barney because he wasn't a dinosaur. But he was just like big skeleton skull thing.
0: and me and B Dolan had this thing that we'd do when we used to tour together and we'd be on the merch afters and people asked for a photo and we'd say everyone b- big smile no no we'd do it the other way we'd say everyone look really sad and angry so everyone look angry just before it was taken me and B would do the biggest grins so there's just hundreds of photos around of me and B Bea just beaming and all these sad looking people but yeah. yeah it's that oh yeah like that Dr Bones vibes
2: Exactly, and like my, my only other kind of thing about Doctor Bones is I remember again this was sometime in the nineties. I went, I was in a department store with with my mum, and I kind of broke away from her. She was shopping, and uh, downstairs in the basement, they were having signings. And, uh, and I don't know no why. Right. This is in, in Clapham Junction. The, the actual department store is called Arding and Hobbs. I don't know if anyone went to it. It's actually no. t- turned into a TK Maxx now. But Arding Hobbs <laughs> went, went into, the, into the basement and there were two people doing sign-ins in the basement, weirdly in that, the crockery area. And it was Rod Hull and Emu. No joke. Rod Hull and Emu. And it was the person who played Dr. Bones. But well, I went down there. That, but the, So Rod Hull and Emu were there? But then the table and the chair where Dr. Bones was going to be was was completely empty. It was really weird. Why advertise that's something dark. if uh, if Dr. Bones weren't da- there? That's and, dark and yeah. And you could tell people were there for Dr. Bones rather than Rod Ho and because they look sad.
0: Make do with Rod Hell and Emu. Yeah. Well, should we move on to your number one as we're getting oh, close yes. to the hour mark? And I've got loads of more honourable mentions mm. I want to do. I was going to do Ask You Two for another one in between there, but Let's move on to your number one. Yeah. Who's your number one?
2: Really, really, really quickly, but my number one is a Korean TV show that's currently on Netflix. It's called Strangers from Hell. And
0: Strangers from Hell. I don't know it at all.
2: Nobody does. No, this is why right. it's on this list. Strangers from Hell is one of the best concepts ever. It's about a guy who moves to to the big town from a small town. Um, he can't really afford to 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 be there. Um, he moves to Seoul in, in Korea. Mm-hmm. He's looking around, he's in in an internet cafe trying to find the cheapest place in, in Seoul, and Seoul's an expensive city. He finds one, he goes around and sees a couple of really crappy places, but he finds one that's all right and it's the cheapest price ever. It's this apartment block where he moves into and he soon realizes every single other person in that apartment block is a serial killer. And they figure out that he's the only one in this apartment who isn't a serial killer. So they all are like, all right then. So the all,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: who's going to get him first? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it is really dark, really weird. That sounds amazing. So Strang- Strangers from Hell. Strangers from Hell. It's based oh, on, a, out, on a webtoon, like a web cartoon. Um, And it, it follows closely to that web cartoon. It is flipping brilliant. And I have a little bit of a a bias towards it because probably about 18 months ago, I was approached to potentially turn this into a Western TV show. And first thing I did after watching it, went into the meeting and was like, don't do it. It's as perfect as it is. Yeah. Mm. Like, th- there isn't really a good way to convert this into a Western TV show because it's so Korean. But yeah, it's uh, I think it's really, really, really good. No one I've ever known has ever seen it's... it.
1: I mean,
0: I yeah. this to is going to sound bait now because your new things out on Netflix and yes. I'm in it. But I think it's one of the best things that Netflix do is they've brought yeah. things like Money Heist and, yes. and 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 all sorts of different stuff from all over the world that have become the big yeah. rather than there being an American version. I've drawn a blank on what the, the biggest one of them all. The, the... It's Squid Games. Squid Games. Squid yeah. Yeah. Couldn't think of Squid Games' name then. But again, <laughs> to have shows like that 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been a huge show. It would have been made into an American yeah. version yeah. and then it might have been a big show. Yeah. But because of Netflix, Money Heist and Squid Games, that is their two biggest shows that they've had yeah, on the platform. And they're not English language, which mm-hmm. is fucking great. It, it's it really so much is. better than just trying to do a shitty remake. I, and, I
1: agree, mate. A lot of the... We went through a massive phase of just... When we discover Korean cinema, like Park Jam, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the Revenge trilogy, oh, yeah. like, oh my God, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Lady Vengeance. I mean, they, they did, did it for old boy they let old everyone boy, in, didn't it? Yeah, they old did. Boy, yeah. I think that's the standout one. Yeah, it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did that. They did an American version of that, and then they did the, right. the Departed, which was a deviation from Infernal Affairs. And yeah, they, they sort of work, but sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it works if you. So I think you have to. Yeah. You got to change it quite a lot in order for it to really kind of beat its mm. work, but still have some nods to it. Yeah. So I think that's a shrewd, a shrewd move. Yet I'm just excited that I've got a new. Uh, oh, that mate. sounds like a fun, yeah, that fun premise. To check out. It's
2: yeah. so good. It's so beautifully shot as well. And um, I've genuinely not yeah. heard anything of it.
0: I don't know why. Like, no I've no one's never heard, heard about it. it. Like it, yeah. it's
2: like I was. It's like one of my favourite things I've ever seen on Netflix. It's it's ridiculously cool. Did you see Alice in Borderland?
0: Because I, I, did, I was yeah. I was stunned that that didn't. Bl- B- blow up, and then a year later, s- s- Squid Game came out and blew up. I thought Alice in Borderland was
2: amazing. It, it, it is amazing, and that first episode, when it when uh, there's one like uh, long shot where they're in uh, the middle of you know a busy area, and the characters go inside to a toilet, and then come out of the toilet, all in one long take, and everyone yeah. in the city's gone. It's such yeah. a good shot. It's fucking cool, um, isn't it? Great show, great show. And I think after Squid Games, people did kind of come on to Alice in Borderland a little bit. So I think it did, Mm. it done well after Squid Games, but... It got its bump. Yeah,
0: great show. To wrap things up, have you guys got any honourable mentions? I'm going to try and pick only one more
3: or two more, maybe. I've spent the last 10 minutes literally googling Dr. Bones and I can't find anything. I want to see what he looks like. (laughs) It just keeps coming uh, up with cartoons called Funny Bones, and I'm like, no, Doctor Bones. Then it was some kind of sitcom. That's the Stu.
0: I have a problem with a a game I play a lot on Twitch called Rust, because the word Rust is just so in the script. I try and Google how to do things in Rust, and I just get stuff about fucking different metal coatings, <laughs> different, different. And it's yeah. like, no, I'm not, I, I don't care about actual rust. I care about the game rust. But I guess Dr. Bones is going to... Yep. Yeah, yeah. he's a little but...
1: zombie character in another game as well, Stu. <sighs> like, so, you know, yeah. it's a chance. This He fell off the... He uh, fell off the face
2: uh, of the yeah. earth, you're right. Yeah. But you, you have to go on like the lost media forums and, and Reddit is big on Dr. Bones. Reddit mm, is... Yeah. If you go on Reddit, there's Dr. Bones galore. Oh, I'll, I'll have, have a little look. look.
0: I'll have a little
1: look. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, have you got any honourable mentions? Do you know what? Funny enough, talking about that, it's such a nice segue. So there used to be, like, I was thinking a couple of weeks back, oh, what was that X-Files episode where vampires, it was a Filipino vampire. And I'm looking and I could find another X-Files episode that had vampires. Was like, it's not this. And I was like, it's not that. It was a thing called Freaky Links, which right. was done by Fox. And I think it survived like one season in America. And it's Freaky really links. good. And it actually, why, the reason why I think it make, makes up what well, you saw about that Reddit thing is that Freaky Links was all about effectively, um, it was done by one of the guys who did Blair Witch. They did a lot, all, all the people in it would go and investigate in hmm. paranormal or monster activity and it just didn't catch on. But it's actually a bit of a, it's quite, it's still worth a watch. I, I mean, I can't remember if I watched it on sci-fi back in the day or I watched it on YouTube. I mean, as I say, I was mm-hmm. trying to look for an X-Files episode when mm-hmm. I actually realised it, well, it was Freaky Links. And they had a, it's called Freaky Links, like a links to different <laughs> things on the website. So freakylinks.com was a website that you could go to. When they put it out, supposedly, I didn't catch it at that point because it wow. didn't come out into the UK till later. And, you know, it's around a time when, you know, I was probably quite stoned watching shit. So like I, I, I didn't get to catch that. But yeah, in America, like Freaky Links, they had it. So com, And you wow. could go on there and the people who are in there doing these investigations and, you know, handheld camera, camcorders, they were doing little blogs on there. So it really mm. sunk up, pretty pretty cool. I mean, it was neat just discovering it whenever I did. But it was... that would have been again at that time that would have
0: been rough because your laptop would have been full of viruses because uh, was... your search history was a shit show. <laughs> it was
1: riddled. Mark, Mark used to use my laptop at the time. This is a time when I I bought a laptop and it had a uh, it had a camera, but the camera you could turn around forward or backwards. And uh, my my flatmate who used to borrow my laptop, he he confessed to me that he didn't like the camera looking at him if he was watching porn. So he would turn the camera the other way. But I'd come home from work, pick up my laptop, and then the camera would be turned the other way. And I'm like, I know what my mate has just used. I know this. what Mark's been doing. He's been watching Freaky Links. But it's it's, it's, a real, it's a worthwhile watch. They, like the cast said they loved doing it, but they said that Fox interfered with it a lot. And it was, should have been a bit darker than what it ended up to be. So it's a little bit, they feel like the tone was a bit confusing. I just think that that, it was the shit. It was really good. It's so cool. Um, uh, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame I'm, that it didn't really catch catch on, man.
0: I'm going to reel off a few b- b- before we wrap up. I'm just just conscious of time. Um, so because we've not done any kind of cr- crime stuff, <laughs> there's a show that was only on in Ireland called Love and Hate. That almost every Irish actor that's gone on to be huge wow. was in that show. And if it, I, I'm adamant that if it wasn't. Made in Ireland for Ireland, it'd be as big as The Sopranos. I've
3: tried to find it and I can't find yeah. it. I really want to watch that. Two people have I've got the box set. Oh. I'll lend you the box set because right, I had the same. It, it's the not,
0: it's not on any of the streamers yeah. or anything, but yeah, I've got the box set. And another one that I know Chris watched as well, which is a similar vibe, is Underbelly. That oh, was sorry. an Australian an Australian crime show that for Underbelly. a period, they you, it wasn't allowed to be sold in a particular area of Australia yeah. because... Because the crimes it's about were still, like the trials were still going through. Wow. And it was amazing. They did like,
1: yeah, so they good.
0: did about three or four series and then they did a load of spin-off ones like that were a jump back in history. And it's all it's all based on true gangsters from Australia at that time. Really good. But the one I actually want to shout is The Tick. Oh, yeah. And yeah. again, it's an underrated show, but it's weird because there's been th- three versions. So on Amazon Prime is the Peter S- Serafinovich version. Mm-hmm which is amazing. It's got Stephen Oggin, who was on the podcast last week. There was a cartoon version, but the Patrick Warburton version is just one of the best things ever. Stu, have you ever heard of the nope. Tick? I wish I had a Dr. Bones thing to hold up as proof <laughs> now. Um, but I'm, I'm, for those who aren't watching, I'm holding up the DVD. It's a superhero. It's Patrick Warburton who's just got the best voice ever. He shouts spoon when he's attacking anyone. Like that's his go to war thing. This guy here was the 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 mayor of the town, who was also had a, he's, he was a, a Latino mayor. Weirdly, he's in one of the, the Batman films as a Latino mayor. Yeah. But he was a, a Latino mayor. His superhero secret identity was Batman Well, which is just one of the greatest <laughs> bits of writing ever. A Latino superhero um, called Batman Well. And it's just, yeah, it's just stupid and kitsch and slapstick, but genuinely so, so good. Great show. Um, Yeah, that's all my shout outs Chris and Stu and Jed Let's go with Jed first What would you like to plug Before we wrap things up?
2: Obviously Flashback Out on October 20th Uh, Well, it'll be out When you listen to this On On Netflix 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 worldwide Not just Netflix UK Netflix US Netflix worldwide
0: And it's only 15 minutes long Is not its it
2: about that long? 15, 16 Yeah, something like
0: that All of you can watch it And, you know The viewing figures help So, I'm in it as well And
2: watch it it (laughs) a few times Leave it running
0: Leave it running, watch it multiple times, send it to your friends.
2: Yeah, there's that. Um, working on a bunch of other cool stuff right now. So, uh, you know, just follow me on social media and you'll see all mm-hmm. the, the good stuff that come out. Excellent.
0: And Chris and Stu, what, what's next for Hardcore Listening? You've just done a live show, but yeah, what's ahead? Plug stuff, tell me.
3: Uh, We've got new episodes at wherever you get your podcasts. Every Monday, there is an archive Uh, of probably over 400 episodes where you can hear us uh, talking to Jed. Uh, You can go and check out episodes with Pip. Pip's been on uh, many times and yeah.
1: Other Hollywood actors, Ed Scrine we've had on That's Going Back a Little Way. V.V. Brown, uh, recent uh, That was a great laugh. If you want, if you want a good laugh,
3: Ruth Husko, the episode with Ruth Husco. Ruth was Husko So funny. So a, good.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's bloody real, Ruth. Um, yes, we've got some other in. We, uh, we better not announce it yet, but you might see us a bit more than you'll hear yes. us soon. Yeah. There's a few um. other little things in the pipeline that are, are, are being built right now. Interesting. Um, our own pawn set. Moving from Patreon over we, to Fansley. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah like so it. yeah come check us out but a lot of your listeners they, they you know they have plugged in yeah us, I mean so they,
0: your um, patron as well for anyone who doesn't know a load of the drunk cast videos are on there yes. as well yes, so, what, so with, the drunk uh, cast that yeah. we've done over zoom are available on your patron yes 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 indeed like the the, hate, the
1: the the that was uh, uh, it was us us and Ramesh and, and Brett. Brett Goldstein yeah. uh and the no- noisy yes. villain yeah. yes. uh, classic, showed up didn't he yeah so check that one I mean to wrap things
0: up Stu or would you like to tell Jed that we're going to st- stop now but don't go anywhere?
3: Uh, <laughs> we'll make sure we take you in this, Jed, when it goes out and we're going to press stop okay. now but, uh, but don't go anywhere, mate. I actually moved my hand then to press stop like Lovely. I was doing it as well. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've been listening to Scroobius Pips distraction pieces.
0: There you go. I think you can see how much fun we all had on that one. I hope you enjoyed it as well. I'll be back next week with another amazing episode. Um, as said, please stream flashback as many times as you can, really, because <laughs> those things do matter. And join me on Twitch on the twenty sixth, Thursday, the twenty sixth. I will be doing a live watch along of Host. So come along and. Let's have some of that. All right. I'll see you next week. Until then, stay safe and stay sane.
1: Ta-ta. And now I get something else out of bottom.